0: You're listening to the Holistic Travel Nurse Podcast. Thanks for stopping in and checking me out and hearing what my all channel is about. Usually, um, many episodes ago when I started this channel, I decided that I was going to share and encourage people how to take care of their health naturally. Um, Since 2020, things have changed in the wake of the world and now I try to give out the truth and things that are being hidden um, that will help you with your health and your mind, body, soul, and spirit. So for instance of this, to me, um, a church had this gathering. And so, um, this is Dr. David Martin. I've had other podcasts where I've had his recordings from things, um, shared on here. And I'm going to share this, um, Let's see. Yep. We're going to start with this one first. Okay. And, and then I'll give you the link if you want to watch the video. I didn't watch the video listen to it when I was driving when someone sent it to me. And I go, oh, this is so good. This is where they sent it because I need to put it on the podcast. So... There's a lot
1: going on. Anyway, we, we had an amazing conference. And uh, I, I want to do one last thing tonight. It's um, not going to preach but I want to just to remind you what we're talking about we've been talking about the kingdom of God Um, just after the conference ended uh, I met with uh, dr. Henry Ely and his staff in my office and uh, and one of them said you know with all this going on will you pray for us? And I said, you know, I would love to pray for you because I have tremendous confidence in uh, the the uh, divine impetus of the hand of God in the affairs of man. I have a lot of confidence in that. And uh, so uh, we've been talking about this uh, dilemma here. Uh, how about these two verses? Try to... Uh, Try to wrap your brain around this. Uh, Psalm 20, 37, excuse me, 29 says, The righteous themselves will possess the earth and they will reside forever upon it. Hallelujah. That's good news. The righteous themselves. And just in case you think Gates and Fauci are t- taking over, the righteous will possess the earth and they'll reside forever on it. The, the, the rub lies in this issue. 1 John 5:19. the whole world is lying in the power of the wicked one. Now, I want to just say this because it has everything to do with this conference we've had, and we have some um, some honored guests with us, and but I want to tell you just briefly about something significant that happened and how it fits into this. Uh, when the Bible says the world, the whole world, is lying in the power of the wicked one, that word that greek word is cosmos and it it has to do with the structures that are in place that are exerting influence over man now we're mostly familiar with uh ephesians uh chapter six and uh, chapter five six actually the whole book of ephesians talks really about spiritual warfare but uh, we know about the armor of God. And then um, there's a, a, a passage in Ephesians that says, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but our fight is against principalities and powers. And the next word, the Greek, is is this same word, cosmos kratos, the cosmos kratos, or are the... I am so happy you are all here. Yeah. No one got mugged in the parking lot. Everybody okay? Uh, we we had all kind of threats and everything. People call them the sheriff department. A couple of days ago, I was on a radio broadcast at seven in the morning and and uh the guy says, "Wow, man! So people hate you. They're texting in here. Why? Why do you let that guy be on the radio? He's um, he's uh, racist, or he's a you know, a cult leader, or I mean, they got a whole list of things. And you know, it's so interesting. I couldn't wait to meet me. I just thought, wow, what a guy! You know, he's part of the KKK and all kind of things. I had a harem too." And I'll be darned if Cheryl's the only one I ever met. I don't know where the rest of them are. But anyway, they came up with all kinds of things. They called the sheriff's department, and they posted some nasty grams over all of our, um, our posters downtown. How many saw the nasty grams? It said, we're, we're racist, we're child molesters, we're blah, 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 blah. Uh, they listed just about everything they could think of, and y'all came anyway so so that's good and uh, if you get a chance to thank the ushers and the security there's an inside security team there's an outdoor security team and all those guys uh, you know they work hard and train and, and uh, take time off And it, if you get a chance tell them thank you would you do that good all right thank you man all right so anyway uh i'm dave and uh cheryl and i my my wife we've pastored here for 33 years and um in all those 33 years we haven't quite seen the kind of days that we're in right now they are wild and woolly as my grandpa used to say Uh, But God's on our side, and uh, we're going to make it through. Now, what I want to do at the very beginning is I want to talk to you about why we will not comply with government overreach. Okay? It's, It's one thing to say that you won't do it. It's another thing to have a really good reason why. And there's a lot of confusion. I know there are a lot of good people that that not only wouldn't be here tonight, but um, have tried their darndest to talk me out of uh, keeping the church open. And and um, so anyway, uh, I just want to talk to you about something that I think it's important. And again, it's uh, why we will not comply. And so I want to just dive into it here. Uh, we have. Uh, Some posters that we put out and about. And honestly, just so you know, I grew up on a ranch in Idaho. And my father was a pastor and a cowboy and a boxer and a hot shoe farrier. And uh, so, and a gunsmith. Oh, if you think my belt buckle looks like a gun, it's because it is. Yeah, it's a loaded 22 Magnum, in perfect functioning condition. So anyway, uh, but my dad was a gunsmith, right? So uh, (laughs) so anyway, I I uh, get along better with guys like David Hogan. He's a missionary in Mexico, and he's just uh, you know. stealing rawhide and just you know snorting and he said i represent the rough side of christianity It's <laughs> like i like this guy but anyway uh we the the church in america uh really does not represent the church in the bible and it's kind of a become uh Limp-wristed, two-bit, half-horse, mealy-mouthed expression of the great American religious enterprise. And that's why America has fallen to hell in a handbasket with the church on every corner. And the Bible teaches us that the truth sets you free, which means that when you are deceived or confused about something, Uh, you will probably wind up in some kind of bondage. Now, uh, I've been privileged to travel most of the world. And it's an amazing thing to me to talk to American pastors today that won't open their church. If they do, it's like you sit over there, you sit over there, and and uh, everybody wear a face mask and all that kind of carrying on. Now, uh, I'm not the kind of guy to give you a hard time if you want to wear two, three, four, five face masks. But I am the kind of guy that'll tell you, "Don't try to make me wear one." Okay? One of the one of the nasty grams we got this week was, you know, you're terrible, you're dirty, bad, nasty, you're, you know, a racist, and and you just are are mean toward people who don't agree with you. (laughs) I text back and said, did you read your comment? Because that's very curious to me. I said, I don't even know you. I'm minding my own business, and you're just breathing out fire and brimstone because you don't agree with me but you know we have a saying around here we believe in um, you know the spirit realm and um, you know the good guys and the bad guys but we have a saying around here that that's demonic deception because you can't get that stupid on your own right right That's like, they're stupid, and then there's supernatural stupid. (laughs) Like riding around alone in your vehicle with the mask on.
0: Preach it. All right now.
1: Hello. Anybody home up there? (laughs) So anyway, uh, we made these posters, and we we put them up around town. And uh, this is kind of sad to me, but the two groups that we really had trouble from were witches... And other Christian pastors, I just like that's a tad bit confusing to me. But anyway, uh, I want to talk about uh, some of the reasons for that, and then tell you a really cool story at the end. But uh, why we will not comply? Um, by the way, you can you can get these. We've we've given out so many of these that. You know, the church is always saying, you're giving away the farm. with this This what we've done here this weekend? You don't even want to know how much we spent on this. It was scary, even to me, and I'm a really liberal, generous person. So uh, just to keep the, the boat floating around here, uh, we are going to give you one of these as a fundraiser. Which means you pay for it more than it costs us to make it. That's the idea of a fundraiser, right? <coughs> uh, so anyway, uh, these are available back there, and uh, they're two-sided, so you can put them on the glass like we have out here, and, and it, it doesn't look stupid from the back because there's a sign on each side. But you can pick these up. Uh, back there at uh, one of the tables. The tables, by the way, will open tomorrow morning. And uh, the different speakers that are here, they all have great stuff. I didn't invite any duds. So uh, you make sure you get their stuff and, and uh, buy lots of it to help support them. And then we're going to uh, give you chances to give. There's a, uh, a table back there, a donations table. And they're sponsor hats, and they say they're cool, like ball caps, but uh, I call them roping caps. But anyway, uh, they say, uh, land of the free because of the brave. Mm -hmm. And so uh, if you see somebody wearing one of those, say, hey, thank you for helping sponsor this conference okay so those are back there and there's some other cool things so i want you to know about that and there's some pocket constitutions and um we're just recovering uh, some of our costs on that but you can pick one of those up for it looks like two dollars right so anyway uh so we put these all over town uh, where we could uh, th- this I get all fused up sometimes with the way people think or don't think, whatever's happening up there, right? But how is it that you can go into an American business that is about to go broke and offer to put a free poster up there that simply says, as free Americans, we will not comply with unconstitutional political or medical mandates that violate our basic rights now if you were trying to push that in say North Korea or central Iran I get them say, Oh, no no don't put that up there but this is America what's left of it this is America and if we lose all of our freedoms we will have nobody to blame but ourselves and so um, anyway uh we were uh, taking the scuttlebutt and and you know like i said we've been here 33 years so if we don't get some real serious pushback you know we have a meeting like did we do something wrong nobody's nobody's uh, leaving nasty grams and mad at us and threatening to put pipe bombs in the mailbox and so we did good on this one just want you to know we got a lot of pushback but um but, I want to address this because of what has happened in America. And I want to do it really quickly. I just want to go back to the Bible. And you may or may not be religious, but you wouldn't be here if you weren't a pretty good old boy or gal. And this country was founded on the principles that are found in the Bible. Our, our branches of government. The Lord is our Uh, Our judge, our lawgiver, and our king. That's our three branches of government. On and on it goes, right? Um, So so I want to go back to the beginning. This is the original intent. God said, let us make man in our image to be like us. Some of us aren't doing too hot on that. But anyway, that was the idea. Uh, That they might have dominion over all creation. So God created humans in his own image, both the male and the female, to be like him. That's the whole idea. That's that's where we get the term children of God. And so uh, that was the plan. Um, it says, Then God blessed the man and the woman that he created. He said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it, reigning over all things that I have made. So what's the takeaway from that? God's original intent was to have children who would learn from their father, uh, from the relationship with their father, their heavenly father, how to rightly govern his creation. Now, God still cares about that. And uh, we honestly have not been very good stewards of a lot of things, but it's his creation. So this is the biblical worldview. All legitimate, everybody say legitimate. If you're, uh, you know, mid-20s and down, you can say just legit. Uh, all legitimate human authority is delegated by God It is meant to reflect the nature and virtue of God and, drumroll please, it's accountable to God. And uh, a lot of our political leaders today may not have much problem with, with being accountable to God because somehow they've deluded themselves into thinking they are God. But they're not, and the rest of us know it. And so, uh, like the old saying God goes, there's only one God and, and it ain't you. So there is nobody that gets to make their own laws and do their own thing and, um, and flex uh, their dominion over people. That's not okay. And so, who holds them accountable? okay you might say oh god but newsflash god's method is mankind right he didn't really need adam and eve to help him run the universe that was his plan to partner with mankind all right so what god does on the earth he does uh through us and so uh we have to understand that now um this is why throughout the scripture, it was prophets and priests who held kings and governors accountable to divine law. Now, ask yourself for a minute, uh, who had authority over who here? The prophets that march in and say, you are supposed to represent God, you're lording it over these people. And they did all kinds of things like say, you got so many days to, uh, to live or God's gonna bring a nation to uh, defeat you. I mean, they they made all kinds of prophetic proclamation, and the whole idea was, hey, uh, you can't do your own thing and lord it over people. We're all made in the image and likeness of God, and you have been given as stewardship of leadership, and so you lead others like God leads you. Has it ever dawned on you that the only authority in the universe that can could control every detail of your life, just loves you and tries to help you make uh, course adjustments. Right? I mean, God could squash us all like gnats, but he loves us. and. And he, he doesn't always look over our shoulders and remind us, I'm God, I'm God, I'm God. You ever, anybody ever had a boss like that? <laughs> I'm in charge, I'm in charge, I'm in charge. Prove of course, he's not very in charge of anything. But anyway, uh, so so here we are on planet Earth, and God hasn't changed his plan. We're st- still supposed to represent him. We're still supposed to try, you know, and everybody in here is a leader of some kind. But if you're a daddy, try to reflect the heart of your creator. If you're a mama, try to reflect the heart of your creator. If you're a teacher or a governor or a coach or a boss, that's that's the whole plan. All right? So now, uh, whatever happened to the church in America? Because they they just got all confused. Uh so anyway, I already mentioned this, but knowing the pattern of Scripture, uh, our the fathers of our nation established the foundation framework of American government on the principles of godly authority. Everybody say godly authority. Okay, now, where do you think we got the term a public servant? Elected officials are public servants. And, uh... Yeah, it comes out of the Bible, where Christ says, I represent to you the nature of the Father, and I came to be a servant of all. So if you want to be a great leader, how do you do it? Serve people. How many have noticed a startling lack of servants' hearts in government in America? Right? It's it's scary. All right? So we're way, way, way... Uh, we're more more than half a bubble out of plum on this thing, so let me ask you this: How does God expect us to respond to evil authority? And herein lies the rub. I don't know how many people have tried to get me to to read Romans 13 in the last year. One guy, you know. Um, <sighs> You know, I'd been preaching a long time while his mama was still powdering his butt, and I was just a young guy. He says, "You know, I I think I can really help you, Pastor Dave. I want to. I want you to listen to my sermon on Romans 13." And so I felt it necessary to explain him something. And uh, so I did. But uh, there's there's a basic confusion in the mind of many, many Christians and many, many Christian leaders about what God expects in the face of evil authority. But it's actually not too hard to sort out. Now, here's the passage of Scripture that confuses people that many, many, many uh, pastors and and, uh, other people felt like they needed to send me. Everyone must submit to governing authorities. We don't want to live in a lawless world, right? For all authority comes from God. Those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. Now, here's the kicker. gets dicey. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against God, and they will be punished. Now, whether it's God's book or any other book, the way you sort out things that you have questions about is read the whole book and get the full context, right? So uh, I found a lot of pastors that, That just, you know, just say, that's that, and and pretty straightforward, you just submit to any kind of authority. But I found those pastors, if you say something like, well, let's suppose, sir, that you're in another man's church, and he's trying to take advantage of your wife. Should she submit to that? Well, heck no, that's different. How's it different? It's a somebody in authority that is not representing God. He's in a uh, he's in a position of authority that should be filled by a reflection of God, but that ain't him. And anyone would say, "Of course not! Don't don't submit to that." But uh, Governor Newsom, of course, we all know that he's squeaky clean, right with God. You know, reflects. Okay, how 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 about um, how about this? How are we are we uh, supposed to passively submit to evil authority figures? Uh, an example would be a little girl that was being abused by her father, who is an authority in her life, right? Now I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand because some old boy next to you will slap your face off, and make you put it back on yourself. So you don't don't raise your hand when I ask you this. How many would tell that little girl to submit to that horrific treatment from her father? Um, I hope nobody here. That is evil. All right. How about a woman that's being abused by her husband? Uh, this is sad to me because I still got some a dose of Old Testament in me. And so I'll just tell you this, and and. Uh, I'm, I've been doing this too long. I, I honestly do not care what you think about me. So, um, we had a woman all beat up, black eyes, in our house. And her, her husband that did that to her was pastoring over here. So, I've thought about that for a minute. And went over there, and I said, you need to step down. I'm not going to step down. I said, oh, yes, you are. You're, you're not authority over me. And I said, no, but I can kick your butt up around your shoulders, And I'm about to. He said, are you threatening me? I said, you guessed her, Chester. And I said, I tell you what, if you don't step down right away, either me or some of my buds, somebody's going to beat you like a bowl of egg whites guess what he stepped down now you might feel bad about that I don't that is evil and evil should not ever be submitted to in fact the bible is quite clear about that what about evil authority did you know that uh, <laughs> All right, now you know. Now you know. yeah. All you people who are wondering who was making those posters, now you know. But uh, not only are you not obligated to submit to evil authority, you are violating the clear teaching of Scripture if you do. The Bible clearly says, do not allow evil to overcome you. You overcome evil. You know, that's that's just as anointed as John 3.16. And so regarding noncompliance, and I, I've had in the last year a number of these conversations with guys. And uh, one of them that wanted me to listen to his majestic uh, explanation of why you should always... Sub- submit to evil I said to him Romans 13 uh, help me with this who wrote that he said Paul I said oh yeah the guy who was arrested in every city he ever preached in he was just quiet I said you still there I said did you in Bible college did you study the prison epistles that's Paul he was not telling you to submit to every authority he was saying that the whole concept of authority comes from God and whoever violates that is going to have to answer to God. And so, of course, you, you realize that the the clincher at the trial of Jesus is the Sanhedrin said to Pilate, if you do not execute this man, he'd already beaten him. They said, no, that's not good enough. We know Roman law. If you don't execute him you were no friend of Caesar's because in the entire nation of Rome which was by far most of the populated world at the time it was a law that everybody understood it was a death penalty to preach any other king or submit to any other kingdom it was considered sedition death penalty that's what they said if you do not execute you're no friend of Caesar's this man says he is a king and is promoting another kingdom how many think that Jesus probably already knew what Rome said about the laws of sedition probably already knew that and so we have uh, verses that are much clearer than Romans 13 that just plainly said the apostle said we will not submit to this it is better to obey God than men now uh, It's real easy if you understand that all authority comes from God. And so you can just put true in there, right? That's why I did it up there. Everyone must submit to governing authority. All true authority comes from God. Those in positions of true authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against true authority is rebelling against God, and they will be punished. That is not telling you that it's okay to go along with Adolf Hitler in the murder of millions of Jews. That is not what that verse is telling or to submit to an abusive husband that is beating you, or, uh, or or to just silently suffer while a perverted father takes advantage of you. That is not what that's talking about. And so uh, the, the church needs to hair up a little bit and get back to authentic Christianity and quit being so passive. Now, sin, evil, same thing, but let's read it this way. Uh, Don't let evil control the way you live. I think that these unconstitutional mask mandates are evil. If you don't, wear a mask all year long, not just on Halloween. But I think it's an evil. A lot of things that are going on are evil. Uh, It's an evil thing for a governor to say, I decide that you can't go to church anymore. And then to feel gracious because he says, you know what? I decided that a few of you could come if you sat far apart, wear masks, and nobody sings. That's evil. And somebody's got to have the courage to stand up and say that's evil, and we are not going to submit to it, not now, not later. Right? The Bible is full of stories like that. And I'm not going to go through them all because my friend, J.C. Hall, he's going to do a message on that before this conference is over. All right. So, um, so here we go. Uh, this is, <laughs> I, I like this little clip. So, anyway, what he says there is this. King, and by the way, Xerxes touted himself uh, as the king of the whole world. And so, what he says there is, Leonidas, you need to submit. He says, "Hmm, submission. Now that's going to be a bit of a problem." And uh, you know how the rest of the clip goes. But this is this is uh, what you need to do. You probably didn't think you'd see. A video like this in church but I want to show you a little clip and it's um uh, I love this clip all right watch this this bully comes up this this should be t- called how to deal with bullies hits the guy in the face the guy's saying I don't want to fight I want to be your friend oh little bullet thinks he's pretty hot stuff now watch because this big old boy's about to have a come to Jesus moment. alright, all right, let's do it that way. Bam! Now, uh, see that guy limping out of the off the side of the screen? How many think he's not gonna mess with that big old boy anymore? Alright? So, you need to remember this, and we've all heard the saying. All it takes for evil to prevail is for the good guys to do nothing. And that has been the case in America. Everything's fallen to hell in a handbasket. They're dismantling the Constitution, which is the high law of this land. And they took an oath to defend it. And we just say, oh, don't you hate it when that happens? Oh, there's no such thing as male or female anymore. Don't you hate it when that happens? right oh shucks i hope somebody will do something about that well newsflash you're somebody how about you do something about it how about we all have the courage to say that's not okay with us and it's not going to happen not now not later so here's my story as we we close i was going to show you leonidas kicking the bad guy into the well but anyway to save time here's my story uh we 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 always take flack. I already mentioned that. But uh, we needed a good sheriff. And so I interviewed all the guys running for sheriff. And I asked them questions. How do you feel about guys that wear guns on their belt buckle? Well, it's technically legal. I said, I know that. I just wondered how you felt about it. And I asked him all the questions. And I I picked the guy and I told him, I said, I will bust my hump to help you get elected. But I want you to commit to me that you will be honorable to your oath and defend the Constitution. He said, I will. I'm a Christian. I will do that. Well, little did we know what the future held. But when they said, uh, you know, they're going to, all these threats, we're going to fine you, we're going to send you to prison, we're going to, you know, uh, do all kind of nasty bad things to you if you go to church. You know, that that wasn't a hard decision for us. Like, uh, how about you try to run the state like you're supposed to and let us run the church of God? And so um, I called Brandon. I said, Brandon, you hear what the governor said? Yep. I said, well, as you might imagine, we're not shutting down. He said, I figured that. I said, so you're going to arrest me? He said, no. Nope. I said, okay, try to hold that thought. We don't know how long this is going to go, so appreciate that. So uh, we we got both sheriffs together to talk to him about how things were going in the county. And I said, by the way, I want to thank you for not arresting us, fining us. And he said, would you like to know how many times I have been specifically asked to arrest you? I said, nope. Just carry on. I don't care how many times. Just hold that thought. Because what I'm doing, you and I both know, is not illegal. And so, anyway, uh, I... I told the church, thank God we have a constitutional sheriff, and I do thank God for that. His name is Brandon Barnes, and he is a good man. So, is Ashley here anywhere? Come up here, you sweet little tiger, you. All right, so. I'm just gonna make it uh, brief and amazing. So, uh, so anyway, Ashley was sick. She got better. Come up here, and um, anyway, she wanted to go back to work, and they wanted to make her jump through all kind of hoops, and you know, do I I call it the brain swab? You know, it's like really, it's that. How, what are you gonna do with all that stuff? They anyway. That's how many think that's a little intrusive, right? Okay, so. Uh, She said, I'm not going to take that. I am feeling fine. I've recovered completely. She jumped through all the hoops of not having a fever for so many days, blah, blah, blah. They wouldn't let her come back to work. And so the health uh, officer or somebody from that office called her and said, we are quarantining you to your house for 21 days. By court order. And so she called up and said, well, you know, we, you know, we talked about it. I just burned that thing up. She, she said, I already told them, don't call back. I am not doing that. I'm a mama. I am well. And I don't want to hear back from you. So then, yeah. So then, she called me. She said, I'm going to send you a picture of what appeared on my door. It was a uh, order from the sheriff with the, the seal of the county on it and Brandon Barnes' name. And as some kind of threatening thing. Yeah,
0: if I left the lot line of my home, I would be fined, imprisoned, or both. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, <It's> good luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so instead of doing what a lot of... Um, probably well-meaning but confused Christians might do. She just said, ain't going to happen. Not now, not later. I'm going to go out and just live my life. But then she called me. She said, I thought this sheriff guy was a constitutional sheriff. She came in with that, and I said, huh, well, point well taken. Why don't you go down there and talk to him? And she did, with her recorder in hand. Slapped that sucker down on his desk. Said, Mr. Barnes, my pastor said you were a a constitutional sheriff i am she said so what meaneth this writing (laughs) now she doesn't know this so you're about to see it revealed for the first time but i just called him about this this meeting that we're having because we had all kinds of threats and i just called him to make sure we were all on the same page so i said brandon uh I don't know how you want to do this. I mean, we can uh, we can slam people in a parking lot, cuff them, and put a knee in their back till you get there, or you can just have a deputy down there. But we're going to post no trespassing signs, and they're going to specifically say no, nobody from the governor's office, no, no uh, authorities, or blah blah blah. Because they're already saying that they're planning to come shut us down, and you know that ain't going to happen. He says, yeah, I figure. So, so anyway, uh, what are you going to do? I said, we're going to tell them no trespassing. If they step over the line, our guys are going to handle them. So I want to know, before we open this conference, how you're going to respond to that. He said, hey, oh, man, I don't want to mix it up with Sacramento. And I said, well, I don't either. So why don't you call Sacramento and tell them to stay in Sacramento? I'm not. I'm not going down. <laughs> I said, I'm not going down there and and messing with the governor's office. We're just trying to do a First Amendment meeting for free Americans. He said, okay. I said, so. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, if you post no trespassing, they step over the line, you can do a citizen's arrest, right? He said, technically. I said, we're going with technically. Okay. So I said, I I wish also that I could make a public announcement that you were a gung-ho constitutional sheriff. He said, you know that. You would be in jail if I wasn't. And I said, Okay, Brandon, but it would be selfish of me to appreciate that for me and not want everybody else in the county to get in on it. And I'm not a selfish guy. So I want everybody to know. And he said, well, my my office is open. I always take phone calls. And I said, do you remember Ashley? He says, oh, oh yeah, I remember Ashley. And I said, you realize how rare that is for a young lady to take a sign off her door that is a threat signed by the sheriff and come down and say, hey, what's up with that? And he said, well, you know, I'm willing to talk to anybody. I said, that is not my point. Ashley's one in a bazillion. Most, I mean, I said, how many people are actually going to see a note from the sheriff and think, eh, I'll bet he was just kidding. Nobody's going to do that. And and so I said, I want to read this to you. I want you to listen. And he said, I already got it on my desk, Dave. I know what it's in. I said, okay, I'm going to read it out loud to you. And then I'm going to ask you, will you fully endorse that? And can I make that public to the county? And if you say no, I'm going to ask you to explain yourself since you took a solemn oath to do just that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Read it. So I read it. He said, "I will fully endorse that," and I said, "Okay." And I'm going to tell everybody at the Free and the Brave, all the business owners, the sheriff has promised to stand behind you if you tell O'Shaugh or any other of these guys to hit the road. So, yeah. All right, okay, okay. All right, so this is the true hero in this story because because after I told him that, I said, I'm going I'm to read it. I'm going to tell everybody, and I know you're a man of your word, and you will stand behind it. He said, yeah. And then he said, oh, uh, by the way, you know what happened after Ashley came in? I said, no, I don't. He said, I read that for the first time. I said, what? He said, I know it sounds irresponsible, but we get stacks of those and I'm a busy guy. And I just think that's part of our job. I sign them, they hand them out. And he said, when I read that, I was so embarrassed. Listen to what gets better. He said, she brought that back to me. I took that to the county health officer And I said, see this? Don't ever send another one of these to my office. Yes! The hero! (laughs) Yay for Ashley! (laughs) I love you, proud of you, girl. All right, so. So, yeah, come on, Ashley. One,
0: yeah. I just thought, this is out there. My friend sent to this to me, had no idea. This was done actually in May. No idea. Um, this is um, a church, uh, a town in uh, California that has been fighting back and fighting back on biblical standards, on the Bible, and I thought, this has to be shared. This has to be out there more. People need to know how to... D- Fight the good fight. And if you do not see we're in a battle, like I had dinner tonight with my mom and my brother and my nephew. And I literally, everywhere I go, I try to lay it out there for them that we're in a battle and they don't see it. And I bring up the jab and the things I've seen with my own eyes, my own two eyes, regarding people who have taken this jab and what's happened to them and it's not good we need to stand in non-compliance we need to stand in God's glory and grace and his authority over this demonic evil agenda over us if your ingredients please comment please share and please listen to more of my podcast that's it I'm gonna make it this one um, not an hour. Thank you so much.